Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned or heard (laughs) to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. Heard. We've never said the word heard. How fun. We've never said the word heard. I think this is the first time that we are talking about a song on the podcast. We've talked about songs on the podcast. Shannon and I have I've heard songs before. We've, <laughs> I think we've each heard at least plural songs. So we've yes. heard songs. I know you for sure have referenced a song or two. I'm sure, but I don't think we've spent a whole episode on a song. And that's kind we of exciting. So is. the song we're unpacking today is Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard by Paul Simon. Paul Simon of Simon and Garfunkel or of Paul Simon by himself. so tell us what made you want to talk about this today okay i like paul simon i really like the album graceland this isn't on there but uh, (laughs) i really like paul simon i really like simon and garfunkel there's an interesting niche i think that he fits into in like singer songwriter time of existence and music and movies and all that kind of is a sweet spot with them doing the soundtrack to the graduate and all of that. But I think specifically I heard the song the other day and the lyrics really got to me. So we're going to play a portion of it that I really like right now. So you guys can hear the, that portion and, and then we'll kind of just break it down and, and, and run with it. So we'll play that now. This is um, from the song me and, Julio Down by the Schoolyard by Paul Simon. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Okay, so you guys heard the clip. I'm just going to say the the lyrics one more time, and then let's let's break them down. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. It's very hard for me to say that without trying to do it in the cadence of the song. So hopefully that was okay. (laughs) So I think the first piece is I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. So I think we, we have this struggle of needing to know where we're going. Uh, yeah. For sure. I think that lyric right off the top could make people really uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, Shannon, I want to ask you, did you ever have moments of being worried you weren't headed anywhere? And then here's my follow-up, and I'm going to ask you this preemptively. Did you actually end up nowhere? Yeah, yeah. Um, So, first question, did I have moments where I didn't know if I was headed anywhere? Absolutely. I think, like... This is the nature of why I do the work that I do today, because I think it can be a really scary time. I call it like the time of transition, right? Where you're like in the mucky middle and you're not really quite sure. So for me, that was in, I would say like a a three to five year span between when I left Target and when I really started solidifying into like my identity, my new identity is like coach and whatnot. Uh, and then to answer your second question of, what was it about like, did I really get nowhere? No, yeah. I got somewhere. But I will say as a result of that experience, I am far less attached 
to knowing where I'm going than I ever have been before. And I think it takes experiencing a major life transition, not like the mini ones that we do all the time, but like a major life transition to really drop into that comfort with the unknown by experiencing it and seeing that you're going to be okay, even if you don't know exactly where you go. And I would say to, to underline that, I would say right now, if I'm being really vulnerable and really honest, I am in a second time period of like, I feel like I'm going somewhere, but I'm, I'm on, I, I could not tell you, oh, this is where I'm headed. This is the thing that I'm after right now. Mm-hmm. I don't freaking know. I have no clue, but I feel like good. Like, I feel like I'm on a path. Not sure where that path's going to go. <laughs> and here's the, here's, here's the thing I think you learn with time and experience is you're always headed somewhere. I think when you've determined where you want to go and you achieve it, there's something pleasing about that. Mm-hmm. I think when you don't know where you're going, but you, you're putting in the energy and the effort to get somewhere, mm-hmm. it's almost more satisfying, at least to me it has been in my life and career, to get to those things because you can never imagine what it's like to be there. And so the disappointment of getting there doesn't exist in the same way that it does when you've set that goal, right? Like half the fun of achieving a goal is, is getting to the point to achieve it. But then as soon as you achieve it, like it's not, it's not as delightful anymore, at least in my experience, right? Like I think about, I've been saving up for years to buy myself like a really nice, um, smoker so I can smoke meats. And the fun I have was like saving the money and like deciding which which model by which company am I going to buy. And then all of a sudden my wife is a sweetheart like forced me to buy it because I'd I'd hit my goal a while ago but like the idea of it was so nice. Oh. That when she finally did it I was like all right well I guess I I got my smoker now. Like it's just not as like exhilarating to have crossed that line yep. than it was building into it. So I think in in my life and experience, the not knowing where and then getting there is so pleasant. But then, okay, can I ask, like, this is really taking us into existential land. How do, do you know that you've arrived if you didn't know where you were going? Like, what is that I, I moment think, where you feel really good? I think you you hit those moments. I think it's no longer like a end goal, but a series of, like, steps And so, you know, when you like hit a plateau and it's like, okay, cool. Like I did something like I got over that step and I've like, I've achieved something. But I think if you're that, that's the problem I think with goals is there's no like middle space to feel good about achievements, right? Like I think what I was going to summarize with and what I'll, I'll get at right now is I think back on the early part of my wife and I's marriage, we bought like our forever home. Right. We were in the good school district. We could walk to the school. Kids used to walk through our backyard to get to the high school. It had four bedrooms. Right. I had my movie theater in the basement. We had like the jobs. We were on the career paths. Like we we could tell you at that moment what four years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years from that moment looked like. We knew what the goal was. Right. And all that did was give us a, just an absurd amount of anxiety. 
And we ended up blowing our lives up at that point and said, all right, we don't want to do this, right? Like we're going to sell the house. We're going to move into a absurdly small apartment in Santa Monica right off the beach. Yeah. Sell everything that we can't fit, which was a lot of things. We, we had one couch that we kept and we still have it. I like that couch. <laughs> and a lot of artwork. But we like got rid of all of our kitchen stuff. We got rid of yeah. everything. And ever since then... I try and look out at my life a year or two years and I have no idea. And I really like that. And it's only because I could see it for so long and was terrified by that idea of having that piece written and having known what that could be that the unknown to me is much more exciting because I can't imagine... I can't imagine... Or couldn't have imagined that I would be where I am now, yes. let alone where I could be in four years. And I feel like if I set my sights on something, it won't be as exciting as what could happen. Yes. And I don't even want to think about what could happen because my hope is that the reality is so much better than that thing. Yeah. Well said. I, don't, I just like had such a visceral reaction to your experience because I, I don't know, for maybe a lot of our listeners, that is our... 20s maybe not I don't want to assume but I think for a lot of folks like it's like oh the responsible thing I'm going to do all these things and set all these goals and achieve all these things and then uh, I hope it happens to you in your late 20s early 30s where you have that wake up that Rami had where you have the wake up that I had to say like oh wait a second <laughs> I keep hitting these milestones they don't really feel so great maybe there's a different way I think that's what the song gets at the different way to know uh, to know you're on your way but not know where you're going Yes. Okay, so the next part I want to break down is the second chunk is I'm on my way. I'm taking my time. So this is what I want to encourage you guys to do uh, is one of my favorite things is on a vacation. I'm a very planful person in that we're going to this place. We're going to do these things. I just went with my my brother and all of his friends for his bachelor party to Austin, Texas, which is one of my favorite places. We literally were there for, I don't know, four days. And three of the days were literally to like the half hour I had planned them so that we could experience and eat, mostly eat all the things that we had planned to eat. One of the days was just like a big, wide question mark of we want to go to downtown and we want to walk around. That's it. That's the only experience that we have for this day. And that day, I think, ended up being the wildest day and the most exciting day and the one that we will remember probably the most of all the days because we kind of just went with where the day took us, which it took us on a a walk of downtown. The guys who like smoking cigars smoked cigars. And then we ended up in a rooftop pool <laughs> in all of our clothes. And I think had we planned to do something like that, it wouldn't have been as exciting or fun as it ended up being. And so I can think of almost every single vacation where we say, okay, here's the very rough outline of today, right? Like we want to explore this place. Let's go explore that place and see what happens. I remember as another example, my wife and I wanted to go visit a brewery in central Wisconsin with no real plan on what we would do after we saw this brewery. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'd find a hotel somewhere, stay there and then whatever. We ended up making friends with one of the guys who worked at the brewery and then staying on their farm 
Oh my gosh! But that's but that's what I mean. Like it's you a never very. You told me that before. Wow. Yeah, no. There's a lot more to that story, Shannon. Okay. Um, <laughs> it gets fun and weird. Was it New but Glarus think, Brewery? Uh, no, we wanted to go to New Glarus. This was Central Waters. New Glarus was okay. our next step. You know, okay. New Glarus was the first brewery started by a lady. I did not know that. Yeah. I just know my family really loves New Glarus. So, anyways. Yeah, because everybody loves that freaking spotted cow. Because yeah. they only distribute it in Wisconsin. And we're all homers because <laughs> we're in Wisconsin. We can only drink our spotted cow in Wisconsin because we're all homers. Uh, they actually have good beers and I like spotted cow. So I will always drink I will always drink a absurdly large pint of spotted cow when it is available to me, Shannon. I don't mean to... Throw shade. <laughs> throw shade at Nuclearis. I guess it's more out of frustration that I cannot get my Nuclearis anywhere else. Yes, yes. And so I would say, like, take your time, find those days where you can just explore and exist in a new place and and see where it takes you. Because I think those to me have always been my most magical days in new places. Yeah. See, and I was going a totally different place with this lyric. Because uh, lyric, again, is uh, I'm on my way. I'm taking my time. It's as simple as that. I'm taking my time. I, I feel like I've... Th- I think in, we covered this in episode 31 when we talked about the book Time Shifting. For me, I think my work in this lifetime is to heal my relationship with time itself. And I think for a lot of folks, it could be really powerful if you thought about how can I heal my relationship to time, you know, because we get so obsessed and so on the hook with timelines and like things that need to happen or when they need to happen by and how much more ease could we live with if we let ourselves take our time and trust that everything is happening in the timeline that it's meant to happen in. Mm-hmm. I fought that battle in our foster care journey for sure. The whole, the whole road. And it was like, Oh, what if I just like healed my relationship? What if there really was no rush? What if I ca- stopped rushing this person time? Sometimes yeah. I like to think about it as a person to personify it a little bit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm constantly a work in progress on that. And how can I slow down more? How can I challenge where I have goals or like, why does it need to happen on a certain deadline or timeline so that I can just be more present with what is right here and right now? I like that. Okay. So that's the second piece. The last one is, but I don't know where. Mm-hmm. And I think that idea, and I kind of hit on this with my own life journey, um, has been... When I don't know, I, I'm much more intrigued and excited because you kind of, one, shift your focus on that moment and that time frame a lot more as opposed to focusing on the future, mm-hmm. which I think is always good. But then I think in the flip side, there's there's a, a hundred ways up a mountain, right? Like we've talked about this. Needing to know where you're going, I think, is really dumb. And the exercise I want to ask you guys to do and think about is find a family friend, find a mentor, find someone who is older than you um, that you've known and ask them, I mean, if they're retired, if they're not retired, whatever it is, ask them one, what they do, right? I feel like a lot of those people who are in that like, family friend place 
Like, I have a vague idea of what they did in their career or what they currently do. Mm-hmm. I think they have a vague idea of what I do. <laughs> I, I try to keep what I do as vague as possible, which is just purposeful. But I think ask them, one, what they do, understand that. But then, two, like, ask them about their journey. Like, understand that journey that they took to get to that place and, and gain some perspective on what that looks like over 30 years or over 40 years, right? Because I think we, at the beginning of our careers, are so locked into, I need to do X to get to to Z, right? X, Y, then Z, right? Like, that's the only way to get through those three letters. But I think seeing other people who we, we know and understanding how they got to where they got, I think is, is helpful in giving us perspective to know that, like, there are a hundred ways up a mountain, right? And like, had they not taken their time and meandered, they wouldn't have gotten to where they did. So yeah, that's my, that's my push to you guys. Go find that person who you either do or do not know what they do and ask them what they did and how they got to where they did. Yeah. But if right? this, like, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say like, one of my examples is um, like this family friend, this priest of ours, who's a priest now, but like when I asked him, like what he did younger, he well, like was a magician. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. And so he tells me all this stuff about magicians. So then we start talking about how you train rabbits, which I guess if you train a rabbit, you can really train a rabbit to be efficient in terms of where they like uh, use the bathroom. And so he trained it to always go in the bathtub because he was always in hotels. So it would like oh, hop into the bathtub, wow. do its business and then hop out. Wow. So there's some rabbit training information. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think without knowing, without having asked the question, I would have never known that he was a magician. Well, which I think is fascinating. And how much of the narrative that we hear on the end is the one that they've weaved or created to make their life story make sense. Uh But it made absolutely no sense as they were traveling the path. You know, it's a funny thing when like whenever we were doing like interview prep and they're like okay but you need to you need to tell a story right mm-hmm. and anytime i talk to anybody and they're like my story is so disparate yes like yeah that's fine <laughs> that's not a problem let's just find the natural the thread the natural ebb and flow that like connects all of it because something connected it all right like you didn't just go from like random thing to random thing to random thing yes like something from random thing pushed you into random thing into next random thing and you might not know until you get there what what what, you might not be able to identify the connecting thread and that's okay just keep following just keep tuning in to whatever frequency it's wanting to send you down and that's enough for now yes okay so let's wrap it up uh, my first piece of advice is to listen to Paul Simon, um, just in general. I really like the album Graceland. Throw it on. Listen all the way through. Delight. My more tactical pieces of advice that will have less of an impact on your life than just generally listening to Paul Simon <laughs> are, we're always moving, so don't worry because you're always on your way. Uh, take some unplanned days or time and explore. Those always end up being my favorite. They can end up being amazing. And then get that perspective and talk to family, friends, or older peers and understand their trajectories and their careers. Uh, You'll not only appreciate them and get to know them better, but you'll get some perspective on your own path. With that, we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram at Workplace Hugs. 
uh, and share with us. <laughs> I'm not sure what in this episode. Perhaps your favorite Paul Simon song if you're into Paul I'll Simon. I'll take that. I'll take Paul Simon recommendations. Yeah, Let's go. Paul Simon song, or maybe maybe we'll probably end up doing a poll of if you feel like you know where you're headed, or if you don't right now. I would actually be. I think I might just throw it up on Instagram today. I'm curious how many people actually feel like they know where they're headed right now. I'm guessing not very many, and that's okay. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Hugs. Mm-hmm.